When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Anything to shake this, but I'm in my football team's got me drinking. Back at it again with another shade of blue. Cody and Thad are here. It is the morning after the 2-1 to one win over FC Dallas. The We were planning on doing it after the game, uh, and then immediately, I was already annoyed. I was already complaining about having to do this podcast after the game. And be yeah. at the stadium until 1 a.m. <laughs> and then the delay happened, and I said no. Hey, why are you so, like, opposed to doing late things, man? You're younger than the rest of us. That's fair. But I got on a routine, man. You know my routine. I was working for a company in Europe, and I just and my dog won't let me sleep past 7 a.m., so I get up early. I'm an early guy now. Yeah, well, tough, man. You got to, like, live the life of the... The streaming and the potting. Well, that's what I'm doing now. Um, I have no real job, and I'm potting in the middle of the day. That's where we're, that's where we're at nowadays. So, and I'm here with you, so that doesn't say much, man. <laughs> All right, just a couple unemployed guys cutting it up. Hey, be a good I'm show. employed. It's just I <laughs> have flexible employment. Okay, so two to one win. We were very worried that we missed two awesome games to talk about for sporting. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to jinx it because we didn't record after the last game, man. Yeah, yeah, the long weekend, I was at the lake. It was just, uh, it just did, didn't line up. Couldn't do it in time. Hanging out with St. Louis fans? 
I was. I was. I was <laughs> I was hanging out with St. Louis fans who I learned hate listened to our podcast to hear after the after the loss to them. Listen to the entire show to hear to hear my tears. But we gotta listen. I'm okay with that. The more they the more they hate listen, man, the more one penny we get. I assume everyone is hate listening to us. Not everybody. I that's my thing. I end up pissing people off all the time. That's my niche. That's yeah, like, I won't argue. That is what we're going for, right? I hope I, I hope people come across the I hope that comes across. I don't like to say it out loud, but that's what we're going for here. We have a large crew of people, differing opinions. Uh we need someone to be an antithesis. Yeah. That's you, usually me. That is whenever everyone else is in agreement, that is yeah, you slide in there. But that's like organic. You actually feel like that all the time. That's I don't. I will sometimes take positions I don't 100 percent believe in because somebody needs to voice them. Yes. And I will always look for the opposition point of view. That is a so pro when, at finding that. When everybody thinks, "Oh, that was an obvious penalty" or "obvious not penalty," I will look for the reason it was or wasn't. Yes, and I hate that about you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, so last night they didn't disappoint. We had to work at it for the weather delay. Also, there was, it looked like there was lightning about five minutes before the kickoff happened. So I'm not sure how that happened, but apparently it was far enough away. Yeah, there's a distance thing. Okay, we'll allow it. I'll allow it. Two to one win. How are you feeling the morning after, Thad? The uh, best, the best month, bad. the best month of a team in the month of May. Four one and one, and all I get from you is a. Eh. Not bad. Uh, second best. <laughs> oh, second best. Okay. Best in the West. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, Cincinnati actually had a better month, but yes, yeah, Cincinnati. Oh my God! They have thirty-six points. What is going on there? How did this happen, Thad? They've been able to stir a lot of things with all those wooden spoons. <laughs> That's God. Wow, the wooden spoons have an effect. I didn't. I never considered that. You know, draft picks, money saved, you know, all well, those things. Building up a whole kitchen to become yeah. to become top of MLS. Now they're cooking. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently it's dad joke noon, I guess, you know. Yeah, well, well done with that one. Well done with that one. Now tell me how you're feeling after this, after the two-to-one win. Uh, again, pretty good, man. It's uh, The team is rounding into form that we thought they could be. You know, there's still a lot to be seen. Is it a aberration or is this the new norm they're getting one of the things that i know i've been saying in the past uh when they've been not good is they have a lot of they were having, playing a lot of road games they didn't have as many home games now they're catching up some on the home games and they're getting points at home which they really needed to do and they're a couple points out of a playoff spot at the moment yeah i was looking at the at the table last night and just one month removed from where we were that table looks infinitely better yeah not great because they're still out of playoffs and they every team above them has games in hand except for seattle but yeah it's a lot better yeah the games in hand is rough and it it sucks because that wave of for us came at the most inopportune time but you know they are still we're still dealing with these injuries more guys went down last night um the break, the break will be welcomed, uh, as I assume at some point. And 
and our rivals, St. Louis, have to start playing games at some point. And hopefully don't get as lucky for every in every other game, at least. Yes, you have to regress to the mean, right? Sporting did the same. They can't keep getting that lucky all year long. We can't get in, keep getting that unlucky all year long. So that was no. that, that works nicely. And I know we haven't still haven't really talked about the game, but we were on the table there and the game this weekend, Vancouver, they're up in the meat of things up there. And if we're going to be climbing the table, there's a bunch of those teams we need to be leapfrogging by the end. And this would this would be a six point swing from a team that is in a playoff spot. We'd pull them within one point. Yeah, when you say they're up in the meat of it, they're only four points ahead. They yeah. do have a game in hand, but they're only four points ahead. And they have been kind of back and forth, good, bad, and they also just got thrashed in St. Louis two games ago now. They won last night, but two games ago they got thrashed in St. Louis. And some really wonderful comments from their, their coach afterwards. Yeah, I was going to say, you heard Vanny. That wasn't their fault. It was the refs. They lost because of the refs, remember? Hey, the league and the refs owed them apology. <laughs> and what did he get? A fine. <laughs> we knew that one was coming. I, I listened to their post game presser, uh, you know, a couple days later, and they uh, even their own media is like, "Okay, we're going to start a GoFundMe for you now, Coach." <laughs> that he's always unhinged. He's always making comments like that. Vermees does also, but Vermees just seems to be better at this, or he's got tenure in the league, and they don't find him as much. He has been fined in the past, and I think he has learned how to walk the line yes. of criticizing without going quite over that line too much. Definitely. Um, so one thing last night that hit me, it didn't even result in a goal or anything. And I know that it was, we, we've realized this already, but Danny Rosero, we have a guy that can head the ball. We have that yep. guy that is in the box that is hungry, that will, push and shove and thrash and do whatever it takes to get his head on the ball. And I don't, I, I, we often cite Ike Para as the last guy that we had that could head the ball in the box. He, he didn't even have the ferocity that, that ferocity. Rosero has that we goes with the ball. And yes, he got a foul. He just straight up shoved someone over <laughs> and it resulted in a foul in the last game. But no, that, that is a, a hunger and a drive that this team has lacked in the box for so long. Well, I, last night, pushing guys over really wouldn't have been a foul because I think nine out of ten times it didn't it wasn't called. It was so. a free-for-all last night. Uh, I don't quite – I've never understood there's certain refs that you can literally just go up and push a player while they're running and it's no foul. I think uh, he actually but, did get called. I think the play I'm thinking of <laughs> that, that I had this epiphany with him, I think he actually was called for a foul doing the exact same thing that I'm that I'm praising him for. But no, it, it is just there's a, a hunger and a drive that we haven't seen in the box before. No, I think you're right on that, man. He's He's got that, uh, I don't know, X factor, that ferociousness, that that hunger, like you said, and I appreciate it. He, uh, he went, made a one uh, block in the box. Somebody was crossing oh, yeah. it, and he was like full extended out. Uh, I Hopefully we'll have a good photo of that later, but... Yeah, he's got he's got the look, and I think it's easy to forget how new he is to the league. He's still only played like a handful of games, and I think he's just going to continue to get better. And while watching the highlights of the Portland game, um, 
I am still a Fonty Stan, the nicest man you'll ever meet, beautiful family. I will never say a bad word about him. But Great guy. the idea of signing a, another stud center back in the summer window gives me all sorts of feelings inside. July 5th, man, window opens. And again, yeah, Fontes is is not bad. I, I think our our two our center backs are a very MLS center back pairing. I, I know you hear a lot like, oh Fontes sucks, he's where they can't do anything. Yeah. I think he's an MLS center back. Like I'm I'm sitting here saying I'm a stan. I love him, great passer, Barcelona product guy. I love all of that. It Again, he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. Like you said, he's a good passer and all that stuff. But he also, one-on-one, made some very good defensive yeah. plays yesterday. If you're counting on him to outrun uh, Jesus down the field, yeah, you're counting on the wrong guy. But you don't need every guy to be fast. You don't need every guy to be a great passer. You need that combination of players that works. Right now, it's working. Yeah, it's just enough. And that, and that, I say they're a very MLS pairing because... If there is an MLS center back that is not having uh, a bad moment every couple games, that guy is going to be bought and sold to Europe at some point. Right. It, like, we are MLS. <laughs> we are not one of the top leagues in the world. Center backs are going to get beat. There's there's good attacking players. Center backs are going to look silly. And Fontes did. He had some – passing is his best thing, and he did have some bad passes last night. But yeah, he uh, the one-on-one defending he can do. There are just those moments. His slowness is you can see his slowness at times, um, yeah. and and yeah, that definitely comes into play. All that being said, holy crap! If we got a stud center back, somebody better than than Rosero, that would be expensive. That would be expensive, and this team would be really solid. Uh, I also. But just looking at these last few home games, right? So 2-1 win, 4-1 win, 3-0 win. They've only given up two goals in the last three games. And again, against teams that were all above them in the standings. So that defensively at home, they're doing fairly well. It's conveniently leaving out of the 4 to nothing well, loss, but yeah. Well, no, now I'll go on the road. 4 nothing loss, 1-1 draw, uh, one nothing loss in Houston, but that was the Open Cup. Uh, and a 2-1 win against Seattle. So yeah. the aberration being St. Louis, the 4 right. nothing loss, but again, weak penalty to begin with. Uh, second goal probably shouldn't have been because of a foul. We can rehash that. And hey, St. Louis, if you'd like to hate listen and give me a few more pennies, that's good. Mm-hmm. But again, they've only given up a couple goals on the road. The Houston game was a different lineup and that open cup, but even then wasn't terrible. Uh, they couldn't get a goal, but the the defense wasn't terrible on the road. So, okay, defensively, but imagine, it's not been bad. It it hasn't, and I I agree with you there. But imagine if Fontes was the third center back, because after our after the two of them, you know, you can you can have your your problems with Fontes if you want, but the drop off after the two of them is quite large. Cassianus has been at times pretty good, and at times a USL center back. Yeah. Same with Volater. Yeah, which he seems to be a uh, MLS Next Pro guy at the moment. Yeah, yeah, he's playing. He is playing every game for SKC too. 
or most of so. them. Yeah, I know he's done at least the. I think the. I can't. I don't know if he did the last game, but he did the couple before that. Okay. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, let's talk about Gotti Kinda. Scold, Good scored Gotti. the first... Good Gotti. Uh, Sorry. Sc- <laughs> scored the first goal, and I thought he was actually playing poorly in the game he yeah. was a step off the first five times that he touched the ball it was, he the touch was off the pass just missed um yeah it, it, he wasn't playing well up until that point and then that ball fell for him and he smashed it home and that's I guess that's all you need is one of those one of those players well the beauty of that particular goal Shallowy gets it down he does the cross uh Everybody complains that all sporting does is crosses the ball through the middle. And often there's nobody there to do it, put it home. But I think there was four players running mm-hmm. into that box and they missed it. Uh <laughs> Polito to the Polito to the near post. Janice was coming in. Uh Tommy, I think, was the other one. And Gotti coming in from the others from the backside, which is exactly what you needed. I mean, you it's hard to be perfectly timed for any of those passes, you know, even the best you can watch the best teams in the world do that same sort of thing and guys will miss it because it's just not perfectly there. But you solve that problem by having two, three, four runners. It, it helps you. And that's exactly what they had in that was they had like four runners coming into the box and voila, there's a goal. So do you think that is a that's a change from what they had been doing previously in the season? Or isn't that just always what what the theory is of what they're supposed to be doing and the crosses just miss people. Well, it's what they're supposed to be doing. Yes. But early in the year during the bad times, especially as their confidence got lower, I think they weren't doing it. Maybe one runner comes into the box and now that pass has to be absolutely perfect. Yeah, I I agree. And where I was going with that is sporting has always been open to counterattacks. And that, and I think that is a reason why. And yeah, maybe they weren't doing the the perfectly timed run into the box like they always were, and instead they were just left jogging or flat footed like on the outside of the box, which yep. still ends up as a counterattack opportunity if they don't if they don't do it. And and I do think you're right. Is the they may not have been crashing as much because they were worried about the counter. Now you got a little bit of speed back there, guys defending better, and uh, Six, who's playing it a little bit better than perhaps others were. And you feel a little more confidence to go into the box. Or you got guys who are just, ah, screw it, you know, do it. 
F it, I'll do it myself kind of thing, right? They'll yeah. just go in and crash anyway. You mentioned uh, the number six. I, I want to talk about Nemanja Radoja. He is, he's playing well. Um, he's fit right in. Obviously, the, the wins, the, the results speak for themselves. I, in watching him, I think that he's being used differently than, say, Ilya in that spot. I, it yeah. seems like he's less central. Um, I, I think Vermees' view of that position is the Ilya guy that the attack starts from him that it almost always has to go through him. And I don't see them using Radoya like that. He's there. He can give the, he can, you know, fill in a gap, open up space, do a one-touch pass, um, and they can build through him. But it's it definitely feels like he's less central to getting the ball forward than we have in the past. And it, like, at least in the game last night, they started off, Right from the start, everything was down the left as opposed to trying to go up the middle. Well, one thing with Radoya, I think, is he's uh, a wee bit more mobile than Ilya. Yeah. Uh, love Ilya, and he was a fantastic player for sporting and fantastic player for LA. Love him, and he's always welcome to come on the pod at any time. I just think that was the he wasn't as mobile, so he's been more successful with LA when they've been more of a double pivot. The yeah. couple times I've seen him as the single six, they were not as effective. So I, I just think with Peter not wanting to do the double pivot kind of thing, that he became less effective for us. Where yeah. Nemanja is a wee bit more mobile. I'm not saying he's like the fastest guy out there, but he is not slow. So he's been getting more mobile and been getting to the better places. Yeah, I think you, that might be a in, in the comparison to Ilya, which makes sense. Radoya's maybe more mobile and not as brilliant of a passer, not that he's bad, but it's right. th that was Ilya's strength. And where Ilya was just the exact opposite, barely mobile <laughs> and an amazing passer. So yeah, I think that does. He slides right in to where he, in LA he can just kind of sit there. He can sit in the in the spot he needs to sit in in front of the center backs and there's less of the physical requirement of getting up the field than there is in Vermees' system. Yeah, I I don't know that I would. Uh, I'm not sure how you you said it there, but that he's not as mobile, or he's Ilya is barely mobile. I would I would definitely argue, argue that. <laughs> yeah, I was, that was a knock mobile. on him. That I'm was sorry. that was a little harsh there Ilya for a friend right of the now. pod, man. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, I make people mad. That's how I do it. Yeah, damn you. <laughs> um, earlier in the year, not that long ago, but Vermees had, had compared uh, Nemanja to a former Sporting. Uh, D mid of Sony Mustavar. Oh yeah, and Sony was a not a great passer. Again, not terrible, but not the the speedy guy or not the the super playmaker guy. Not a Barcelona. He was fast. Guy. He was a destroyer, that kind of guy. And I see Nemanja somewhere in between. Actually, yeah. he's not maybe as destroyer as he was. Uh, he's definitely not the passer Ilya is, but he's a very effective six. And again, Sporting. The way Peter's system works, everybody has to play their role and has to play it well. When one or two pieces of it starts falling apart, you can slide different guys in and you can kind of cover that a bit. But if they're not playing up to what Peter wants that system to play, a guy can look good but not contribute to the system winning, if that makes sense. Yeah, you, 
you said a guy can look good. You were basically talking the exact situation of Remy Voltaire. He, yeah. he was playing there. We thought it was like working fine. But he, he was not a bad six in that role. Yeah. But I think, like you said, Rodoya is clearly very effective. And I think it's kind of an unsung situation of some stability in the midfield and a guy that does know that exact role where Remy's not going to be able to help like him wanting to go forward more, him wanting to to take those long shots. Like he's, you know, you can see on his face, he's longing for those second balls to drop to him after a corner so he can boot it. So yeah, I, I think he is, Rodoya is very effective in this position. And I, I think it's changed so much in the midfield where we were just getting absolutely dominated from on, on all three positions. We just could do nothing in the midfield. And even though he is not uh, making the headlines and doing all of these big things, I, I think I think he is a that's been a big key back there. And with uh, again, Rodoya, he may not be as much of a destroyer as Mustavar was or somebody like that, but he has enough physical to get there and make those stops where when you don't have the guy doing that somebody else in the midfield has to do it Roger Espinoza or a defender has to do it and now you're taking guys away from their best roles their best lives and with how Nemanja has been doing it it, it's freed up Kinda, Tommy, Voltaire, uh, Felipe Hernandez when he came in those guys to do what they need to do and I know Peter said this about Felipe when he came in in the Portland game and scored that goal. Previously, when he's played, he's had to try to do two or three guys' roles or, you know, yeah. cover more ground. And when he came in that last game in Portland or against Portland, he was just able to be a midfielder, eight, 10 kind of guy. And what happens? Roger breaks him free. He scores a goal. What a you pass know, it, from Roger. What's that? What I said, what a pass from Roger. And yeah. on that note, how about 30-minute Roger Espinoza? 30-minute, $86,000 Roger Espinoza is a revelation. This is what Roger and Graham should have been doing yes. the last couple of years. And just because of various injuries, various other reasons, they've been played more than they should be. Uh, I think Peter knows exactly what they need to be right now. And that's he's been playing Roger as a sub when he has the players to do so. When he's got enough midfielders, he plays him as a sub, and he comes in and he kills it, man. And Graham switching off with Jake has been really pretty good. Helped them get the win against Portland. Not so much last night, but... You mentioned the the Peter Vermees system and when two things in that chain are not working, then the whole thing can kind of fall apart. Right. And that it is obviously... You're dead on there. And sporting, so the, the, this is something that the Vermees out people, fire Vermees people, that, that's a legitimate argument there. Sporting Kansas City for the last decade plus lives and dies by the Peter Vermees system. When yep. it works, it works. But the downfall of that is is just like you said. When there are two kinks in the chain missing, then the whole thing can fall apart. And it's one of the things I've said over the last few years is, is that the strength and weakness of Peter is how consistent he is. Yeah. 
that system. Again, you can't say he doesn't change things because he does change certain things within the system for particular games and things like that. But the system, the the basic formation, the basic system is going to be pretty much the same. They're still going to be susceptible to certain types of situations because that's how they play it. Um, it's, But it has been the strength and weakness. The strength is that everybody knows what their role is. They don't have to like, oh, I've, I'm playing a different role or different formation today. They know what their role is. The weakness is, so does everybody else. Exactly. From a wide-angle view, like generally speaking, it, it does feel like Vermees has, in the last few games... Changed things a little bit, even if it's just like the number of subs. Yeah. Um, you know, for instance, we're seeing uh, Janis regularly, and it seemed like he was one that just could not find the field. Um, do you well, he, think? Go ahead. Well, we've seen him primarily uh, starting because Johnny's been out. Right. But last year, he, he did play almost every game, but as a sub, you know, 10, 15 minutes. La- yeah, last year. But even, you know, even at the beginning of this year when Johnny was out, uh, Janice was still finding it hard to make to, to get on the field. Kyrie was getting that that nod instead, you know. And then and then you know we were just talking about Felipe getting to come in. I don't know. It seems like he is using more subs in the last few games. So if you'll go with me on that one, is do you think that is because? He he recognized a change must must happen within himself, like he recognized errors of his ways. Or is it just exactly what we've been talking about? And all of these players have come back, and now he has versatility, and he can use these guys in the way he wants to use them. I will say ninety percent of part two and ten percent of part one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because he's ten percent. I'll used, take that. What's that? Ten percent. I'll take that. I'm pretty confident, and and to be fair, I want to actually ask him this when uh, maybe not in a presser where it goes to everybody, but I'll ask him that question. And, but I'm pretty sure if you ask him that question, he'll say, "No, I just have the players now that I need to have." Yeah. And he also has a little more confidence in some of those players, and that they can come in in the roles that he wants them to come into. Like I was talking earlier with Felipe, if you want him to come in and play the right back, that's not his thing, right? But you can get him to come in and, and be in the right spots, and it's success for him. It's success for everybody. I just make the joke about right back, obviously, because of Kyrie last night. <laughs> I was there. We go. I was waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I saw a lot of uh, comments about, "Hey, we found Kyrie's new role," and there's an argument to be made that he could do it again this weekend with everyone hurt and and tired. I imagine Jake will probably play the full ninety. At that spot, unless he gets hurt. So, yeah. Uh, which, hey, positive. KP was in practice last week. Okay. That's good. That is good to yeah. hear that. I think he was playing a neutral. So, that usually means that you're just working your way back in. And remind me what his injury was. Uh, it was a hamstring. I can't mess around with the hammies. It's when you pull one, it can come back real easy. What else are we missing from this game? Daniel Shalloway got another goal. Was that deflected? I could, all of all of the angles, MLS angles on reviews or on uh, 
highlights don't do it for me. We need those Premier League angles. But uh, it just, I don't know, the, the way the pace on it just looked like it might have taken a deflection. But I did not see a deflection in that live, and I did not see it on replay. So I'll, now you say that, though, man, I'll take a little closer look. The only reason I say that is because Daniel just, I mean, he puts his boot through it and smashes the ball. And that, I don't know, it could just bounce across the line. And I just, I don't know, it didn't look right in my head. He normally swings and just puts his boot through it and it goes through the back of the net. But Yeah, I, I think we said something earlier about Polito and need, need, needing him to score some more, but he had a couple of good opportunities last night. It, it, that just reminded me of one because they had that restart that was on the south end in the second half. And he, uh, he, he took that one and I think it was pretty darn close, wasn't it? He like, did have, like, there was one play that I was like, he should have scored that. Yeah. But that's going to happen. MLS, right? <laughs> Use that excuse again. We're just MLS. We're not the Premier League. Uh, yeah, because guys in Premier League never miss those shots. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah, on that, okay. on that restart, though, they did the uh, guy laying down behind the wall thing. and it Yeah, was, and uh, did you – you probably don't have the right angle, but us in the press box, the – was it, I don't know if it was Jesus Ferrer, I think, was the was. one laying down. He was so far behind the line. I, 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 not that this is even that interesting, but it was to us in the press box. I don't know. Normally, the guy lays down behind that line, and he's his back is, like, resting on their heels. And Ferreira was, like, five feet behind them. It was a weird thing. He could have got it under the wall and over, <laughs> and over Ferreira laying there. That would have been pretty cool, actually. That should be a tendency they should look for, you know? Maybe they yeah. take that shot, but... Uh, I bet it's because he's been like right on the wall before and got landed on by somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. I, uh, cause I, I, I was, uh, on the South end shooting at that point. And when they were setting up the wall, I, I saw Jesus like lay down on the ground and kind of like be up on his elbow, kind of looking around like, do I have to do this? <laughs> you know, he had that face like, Oh man. Well, they're picking their best player to do it. I saw Messi do it one time for PSG, but that was notable. Like it was weird. Why are you making Messi be the lay down guy? Plus, he wouldn't, like, be the length of the wall. <laughs> That's also true. Ferreira's kind of short also. That is, an, is a very weird choice. Yeah, but I guess, like, you're not going to have, like, your tall center backs do that, so. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right, Thad Bell. What else have we not covered? Talked about the game. Kind of talked about Vancouver this weekend, an opportunity to really pull the reins back on the middle of the table of MLS. This would be a really big three points. I think we're just going to end up saying that the rest of the season because they need to win all of these games to to get to the closer to the top of the league. 
But, if they uh, win all their home games and pick off a few points here and there on the road, they're in the playoffs, I would say. But they have to do it. <laughs> they haven't proven that they can do it all season. So it's that, uh So one thing I will leave that I'll leave you with, because I know our listeners are all rational and and they know and and they're very responsible and they don't get too excited yeah, or anything. Yeah, of course, yeah. Now that after these two three games Let's just say the whole month, the whole month of May. I was guilty of this as well. You can't blame anyone for feeling like this, but just go back to when the Portland, the first goal for Portland went in. You were feeling good going into that game. You know, things are looking better. And then that goal went in and it just all came back immediately. Like they, Portland scored one goal and it was just like, oh my God, here we go again. We're so terrible. And then the same thing kind of happens in this game last night. You know, even after a four to one win, oh shit, we're playing, we're playing great. Uh, I like this team again. And then there was a goal that was called back for offsides, or a ball hit the post, or Fontes didn't look yeah. that great for a moment. And then you can't help. Again, I'm guilty of it too. I think everyone was guilty of it. Where it's just that one moment happened, and we're just we're PTSD from how terrible the start of the season was. That we just go, oh my God, we're this, we're still terrible. Why did we think we were good? So I want to leave you, Thad, with the idea that I think we know the team is not as bad as they once were. I don't think we're the best team in the league, but I just want you to be able to take a goal or a bad moment from this team and not just dive back into this, the world is collapsing on us. I think that we have a better team now. They can give up goals. They will give up goals. Some people will look bad. Fontes is going to look bad at times. But I think I am confident enough now that I'm no longer going into a horrible, horrible dark place for these bad moments or goals conceded. So I just have one question. You said you were feeling really good going into the Portland game. That was right after the four zero loss. And I know you're feeling good about that. Yes, I still was. The team was <laughs> the team was playing better. Actually, I honestly I didn't even have a thought going into that game because I was at the lake and not paying attention. Honesty. Hmm. But the team was playing better before. You felt better going into the St. Louis game about the team. So yeah. so yes, I'm just saying. At least now after these last two games. We've seen that the team can win, and and yeah, I just I I had that feeling in the game last night, and I'm just hoping that now after some of these results, this whole month of them playing better, that we can get past that. I won't have that feeling on a when someone looks bad on the back line or Kendall Kendall McIntosh comes off his line like an insane person for some reason. It's just one play. We can still win the game. They can still win the game. It's so very just, possible. I'm, I'm trying to teach you to be a good fan today, Thad. That's what I'm doing here. Support the team. Uh, I've been supporting the team since 96, <laughs> man. Piss off. <laughs> okay. Anything else here before we That was get very prophetic, wasn't it? That was the prophetic way that we can end this podcast. Although, I was going to let that go, but I was supporting since 96 too, my friend. I was a bright-eyed, bull-cutted, red-headed child in the stands in 96. For digital Takawira's, was it a brace? Did he scored two that scored two that game, I think. You don't remember? He hit the crossbar. I, I'm I I sometimes put that crossbar shot 
and and the goal into an amalgam, and it was just as awesome as a goal. So I'm going to say he scored a brace, and I remember every moment of that game as a six-year-old. Yeah, right. Prophetic. Okay. So. Final thoughts here, Thad. How do you feel? Are you feeling confident about the Vancouver game? Leave us with that. I feel relatively confident, yeah. They got to go up and get a result, man. Oh, I, I love the when I throw things to you and that cadence of your response. Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just like I talked earlier about Peter and the system and you're going to get what you get, right? You consistent, the good and the bad. It's you, the same thing you're going to get with me, man. You'd How think many, I would learn this after six years of doing this podcast with you. About the only way you're going to really get me going a whole lot faster on this sort of thing is when I just devolve into a rant. Right. I'm going to work. I'm going to poke. I'm going to develop this. I'm going to figure out how to get content out of your lack of content answers. When you just give me a, uh, yeah, they should be pretty good or yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I'm I'm, going to figure out a way to turn that into content and be funny. I hope you do because then we (laughs) probably earn more money. (laughs) Yeah. Because we don't earn any right now. Yeah. Well, Hey, by are, the way, so if anybody wants to sponsor, when are, when are we going to see some ads on the on the site? We we still not getting any ad revenue from our from our current site, and I'll tell you right now, there's eight million ads on the site. Why aren't we getting any money from it? Yeah, I got to figure that part out, but we'll go get there. But hey, that, we get a little bit from the pods now, so yeah, yeah. Please do that, and yes, while we're on this, we're in a weird situation here where it's like we want listens on the pod, we want our downloads there. But we are also trying to grow the YouTube channel. So even if you are not one that wants to consume our show with video, uh, we would very much... And with this face, I don't blame you. (laughs) Uh, We would very much appreciate a subscribe and a a like on a video every now and then. That would help us out a lot. But uh, yeah, if if that does interest you, we're we're going to try to be doing visual gags as well. It's not just going to be half of Thad's face in the window like a boomer in a Zoom chat. Uh, we're going to try to do visual things and, uh, and and give you something there. So, And we also have another another video person that we're... More, more video content is coming. So go give us a, a subscribe there. And as always, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. I agree. <laughs> Sporting! Has just been sent off. Some part of strong and long comes off my fun fun things. Got me drinking. My fun fun things got me drinking. My fun fun things got me drinking. Give me real whiskey, one or gin. Anything to shake this foot I'm in. My fun fun things got me drinking. My fun fun Yeah.